Good morning, Contrarians. It is Thursday morning, August 11th, about 6.30 a.m., and stocks staged a major rally yesterday, Wednesday, this after the CPI inflation report came in softer than anticipated and, in fact, showed that on a month-over-month basis, there was no inflation at all. And stocks like this very much. The NASDAQ was up almost 3% on the day. The S&P 500 gained more than 2%. And this good news continued after the close when we had Disney earnings. And those were positive, beating estimates, especially around their streaming, I guess. And that helped cement the positive mood. Disney shares are up 8% overnight. Now, as of this hour, it looks like risk is still on. We have stock futures up just a little bit, S&P pointing to gains of two-tenths of 1%. The others are up a little less than that. But cryptos are rallying pretty big. Bitcoin is up 6% to trade around 24400 I guess there was some news around Ethereum having agreed to done their merge or whatever. I don't know. I don't know crypto speak. But apparently that was good for cryptos. Commodities are gaining a little. We have WTI crude up 1% to trade around $93 a barrel, and copper is up a little less than 1%. So I guess remember that there are things other than inflation that do drive oil prices. There's supply and demand and many other things. But uh, continuing here, bonds are seeing a few bids at the short end of the curve. So that would be the Bonds expiring sooner rather than later. The two-year yield is down four basis points to 3.17%. Yields move inversely to prices. The 10-year is flat at 2.76%. The yield curve is still inverted, but less so than it was yesterday. So positive signs there. Maybe the bid on the short uh, end of the curve, a little sign of risk off, but everything else pointing to risk on. So today we have producer prices. That's the major economic data release for today. Yesterday we had the consumer prices, and today the PPI, the producer price index, out at 8.30. Now, this is in many ways the more forward-looking indicator, excuse me, because producers usually just end up passing prices on to consumers, right? So It would make sense for this to be the one that's more widely closely watched, but that is not the case. I guess the headline of the CPI is just too important. But for what it's worth, the PPI is expected to increase 0.2% month over month, and that is a significant drop from the 1.1% seen last month. The core figure, which excludes food and energy, is expected to rise a little more, four-tenths of 1% month over month, which is the same as last reading. And I say month over month, I usually lead with year over year, but we've reached a stage where the month over month figures are actually more important because the year over year is going to be elevated. We know that, but how things move on a month to month basis is more telling probably at this stage of the game. And to a certain president's point, I guess that does justify his point that from that perspective, at least, there was no inflation. Over the last month, there has been over the last year, of course, but over the last month, I guess there was none. Doesn't mean it won't resurface, of course, but there we go. The year over year, where they're still, it's still pretty high, 10.4%. 
for uh, for headline and 7.6% for core on the PPI. So those are still pretty hefty um, increases there. And you would expect that there would still be more that producers will pass on to consumers. So keep that in mind. We also have jobless claims today, seeing how it's eight, it's uh, Thursday. Those also out at 8.30. And this number is expected to increase a little bit, 263,000, if you must know, up from 260, 260 last week. These claims have been increasing steadily, but the number is still low. And the non-farm payrolls last week, we saw that the economy is still producing jobs in plentiful numbers. And so there is that. So the, the, employee, the labor market is still pretty solid, even if jobless claims have ticked up. Uh, it is worth pointing out that the NFP, the non-farms, are more of the trailing indicator here. So this, is, this too is a more leading indicator. But again, it's not necessarily a more leading indicator that moves markets for whatever reason. Some earnings today to tell you about nothing major, major, but uh, I'll, I'll read them off here real quick. Dillard's. Cardinal Health, Kelly Services, I believe that was formerly known as Kelly Girl, if you can believe that, temp, temp agency, Six Flags, Canada Goose, uh, good luck selling those jackets in this weather, Warby Parker, Utz Brands, I guess they are public, you guys see that show Mad Men, they figures in there in one of the first seasons, anyway, and Haynes Brands, those all before the open at 930 and then after the close at 4 p.m., we get uh, Rivian Automotive. I guess they're one of these electrical vehicle companies. So that could be pretty telling. Let me just take a look here and see if there has been anything on the earnings that have come in. These aren't major companies, but... Oh, Utzbrand, speaking of the devil, beat earnings and raised the outlook. So I guess that's good. That's a good staple, right, for snacks and such. Um, I don't think they're that great, personally. Just give me like Lay's or one of the other ones, Doritos. Um, anyway, looks like that's all we have so far as among the major reporters so far this morning. Uh, yeah, just running through. Oh, Six Flags did report. They missed on top and bottom line. But shares are up for some reason. Um, whatever. I guess. I guess the whatever. Who knows? It's more about the outlook there anyway. And obviously, post-pandemic, things are uh, kind of slow to return. The bottom line. So it's very unlikely that the PPI report, the producer prices, will rain on the CPI parade. As we said, the CPI is just more widely watched, much more widely reported, generates a lot more headlines than the PPI. The PPI basically goes unnoticed, other than idiots like me. Um, there's, but the, it's very, there's very rarely a violent reaction to the PPI one way or the other, maybe once or twice it can come in if it really is a shock. Uh, maybe today will be different, but I doubt it. You get the sense you really do that a lot of, of fear has left the markets here. You got that sense before the CPI anyway, if you go back to our Monday and Tuesday reports, but that's just kind of what, what you, you feel here. Now, feelings aren't facts, least of all when it comes to markets. And of course, fear can return and will. But right now, that just doesn't feel imminent. Again, feelings. But 
markets are emotional beasts. And maybe a sense of complacency has taken hold here. We are still looking at massive rate hikes that the Fed has engineered here. Un- unprecedented, really, I think. I mean, going back to Volcker, I guess. That was the last time you saw anything like this. The last two meetings. And now the next meeting they're supposed to raise again. Maybe just not by as much as they did. But those have to work their way through the economy still. And when the Fed raises like this, it just doesn't and turn out well. If you look at it, at the history of it. Unless, you, I guess, I mean, yeah, even in the early 80s, there was a massive recession there after Volcker, after those rate hikes. So that's a concern here. But the market doesn't seem to care right now. I guess markets are emotional and the short term can be much more fulfilling than the long term in that respect. But that's where we are. But the question is, do you de-risk the portfolio a bit? Uh, Not investment advice, but one would think there might be worse ideas at this time. Having said that, of course, you can't time things. You can't time markets. You never know when things are going to turn. But looking ahead here, we have nothing. Tomorrow we have the Michigan consumer thing. That's kind of important. But the next week, all we have are house prices, some home housing data. And so next week should be very quiet. And so it's hard to see where a catalyst is going to come from at this point to upset the mood. Maybe the PPI will do it. Again, that would be kind of unprecedented. But whatever, we'll see. Of course, there can always be something unexpected that comes in. Fed speakers are still out there. haven't heard too many this week, but they could still come in and, and throw some water on this. Anyway, gosh, I spoke for 10 minutes. That's way too long. Sorry. And this is on a slow day. So that's what we got today, though this Thursday. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Remember to share your thoughts with me if you like. And with that, I'll shut up. Look forward to speaking to you tomorrow. Bye.